my name is Stephanie Sands. I'm the founder and a band leader of the Burning Brass Band and also the Barry Sax player. And, and my name is Marie-Ange Boilard. Uh, yes, in English, you can see Mary-Ange Boilard or however you want. <laughs> um, I am the trombone player in Burning Brass Band. I'm also an admin uh, member and uh, very excited to be here. Great. It was wonderful having uh, both of you. Uh, so just to provide our listeners with a little bit of context about the group, um, can one of you just tell me how did your group form? Why? Who kind of came up with the idea to form this group? What's some of the background information? Absolutely. Uh, so I in the 2021, I was uh, uh, looking around for a brass band to play in. I played for 12 years in a, in a wind orchestra and I started to be a little bored of the repertoire and uh, the fact that the, the Barry sax is not really uh, uh, the, the star of the show, let's say, on the, on the, in, a, in a wind orchestra. And I, uh, we play all, almost always the same thing. And I was starting to be uh, kind of bored. So I was looking to play in a, in a brass band. Uh, I found one. I started to play a couple of years in that one, but started to get bored again. And I wanted to uh, find another band uh, that was mainly uh, uh, women and queer people. And I could not find any uh, anything like that in Montreal, in Quebec, and even in Canada. So I, after talking to one of my friends, uh, she was like, well, found it, like, just do it, make, make, make your own, like, build your own band. I was like, oh, but that's an actual possibility. So I started to look around for, for different people that I, I knew and wanted to play with them. And I, it was, I was not really successful at it, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I, I was really uh, struggling to find people who would be, because I wanted the band to have a, a certain level also and wanted to challenge myself playing different uh, kind of music and uh, a, a certain level. And I and people who were, that I knew of, who were to of a certain level were always busy or didn't, didn't know me at all. And were like, who's that person asking me to be <laughs> involved in, a, in that big project? So I, I, I found one or two people, but was not, uh, it was not enough to, to build a whole brass band. So uh, Marie-Ange and I met a couple of years back in that, that first uh, wind orchestra. And I, I, so when I, I could not find anybody and I was like, who am I not thinking about who would be willing to embark in that journey with me and who I'm not taking right away? And I, 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 her, her, her face went in my mind. I was like, yes, Marie-Ange, I'm sure that's her kind of a, a thing. I reached out to her and her first answer was, even though it was like 10 years we hadn't speak to each other, was like, hey, we have the same dream. So she right away embarked. She found a bunch of people and then uh, word to mouth. It went over in the community and, and the band was fully formed. In so I, I started to talk about it in August 2021 and in the spring of 2022 we had our full band we started rehearsal and we had a a great first uh, first year of uh, of uh, of shows but uh, it really started from uh, that idea that um there was uh, there was nothing like that in 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 Canada uh, there's some band like that some brass band uh, with all women or queer, pe queer people in the States, in Europe, but in, in Canada, there was nothing like that. So uh, this is uh, the short story of how it started. <laughs> Great. And yeah, you brought up a lot of 
good points when you were talking about the the background of the group, especially that importance of uh, diversity and representation for you. That's something that you valued when you when you started it. So you had ta- started to mention that uh, there aren't groups like yours in Canada. There are very few even in the States. So can you talk about um, as far as your kind of philosophy goes and how you carry yourself in the group, um, the importance of diversity and representation um, within that brass band community. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a field. So in jazz, in general, music, in general, of course, but uh, in the brass band community, it's very uh, male centered and uh, very white cis hetero male centered uh, there's also that very strong um uh there's very strong uh set of mind to play loud play fast lots of notes and show off mm-hmm. and that kind of environment is not really inviting it's not very safe for somebody who is not who does not identify as as a male to just show up to a jam session or just show up to in in a band to try out because like I ha- I have no interest to put myself in a in like in it's not a really safe uh, and comfortable environment to be creative and to express myself with my instrument so I really wanted to create that that space that did not exist for for people of my community and uh, so yeah so that's we're we're really trying to create a safer space by uh, so we invite people uh, who are because we know so right now we're like we're set like in, in terms of number of uh, of people in the band but we really uh, want to focus we really invite people who identify as uh, women trans non-binary and just part of the gender diversity mm-hmm. uh, just to be like to, to try to change that narrative of in a brass band, in the jazz world, you play fast, you play loud, and you show off, and you, you, you. It's a bit of a that um, uh, we we found a lot of toxic masculinity in that kind of environment, and really wanted to, yeah, change the narrative just to, and and I think we, I don't, I don't know for you, Marie-Ange, I think we really uh, created that kind of safe space. Uh, what do you think, Marie-Ange? Absolutely, for sure. And what I want to add to that is I remember the first rehearsals we had ever, we still like, you know, all this like kind of toxic masculinity masculinity that you're describing stuff, like we still had like not really trauma, but we still had that in us. Like we were really <laughs> self-conscious. We were we kept apologizing to the others when we made mistakes. We were st- we were kind of stressed out, you know. Yeah. And at some point, we just decided to like relax and have fun. And you know, our first mission is is like Steph said, to crush the narrative, to like show to show that we can show off. We can be uh, we can be loud. We can be uh, bold. We can be like everything. And we also have a ton of fun. And for me personally, I'm I'm from the classical uh, the classical world, and I really lost the love of um of of music and a playing trombone for so long. And the band really was kind of my salvation. Now I practice a lot. I have way more gigs, and I'm like renewing my vows <laughs> with with trombone and with me with playing music um but the band really created that kind of safe space for me to like try to improvise and try to like do things that I never dreamt of before um so we still I think we still carry a lot of non-cis men um players we carry still that kind of like um 
anxiety of playing sometimes mm -hmm. and yes like we said earlier like those big jam spaces and stuff with like super masculine super like uh, intimidating spaces of course we're allowed to go there we're allowed to go in those jams and everything but are we really welcome is it really like it's very intimidating to do to do it so yeah with the band we're really trying to like change that and also um yeah just promote like all these amazing uh horn sax trumpet and uh, not horn sorry like horn players but trombone trumpet sax players uh and that are in the community already so uh Also, if I can jump uh, in, uh, I think something in the band that we really created is that we have a lot of admiration for each other. So we, so when somebody uh, does a, an improv or or a part uh, of a, of a piece that is really hard or is really moving, like we we look at each other with admiration, and I think everybody feels it, and it's it's just so. It's just so mushy. Like I feel so comfortable playing in that, in that band, and and uh, yeah, and as uh, Marianne said, are we for jam spaces? So the, the jam spaces, uh, they're create also to to practice, to be challenged by other musicians, to to uh, and to to be good at something, to be good at improvising. Uh, you need to to practice. You need to be put in 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 a challenging situation. However, to be able to perform, to be able to, you need to be, uh, to feel still safe. You need to feel that you, you, there's a cushion on, under you. So you're, you're to be, comment dire? <laughs> so pardon my French, uh, to be, um, uh, to feel that the, just the right level of vulnerability that you're going to push yourself, but you're not going to be uh, in danger. Yeah, Let's we're say. really... I think getting out of our comfort zone, but still feeling safe doing it. Um, and we are re like pushing back our personal limits and the limit as a player just to become like, you know, I think better versions of ourselves. And it's true like this, um kind of vibe sorry my gen z uh, my gen z vocabulary <laughs> but for real this like this atmosphere we have in rehearsals and in show i've never experienced something like this in my life it's very very special um so i'm really glad of what we we collectively created um we even uh so we were talking about we're the we're the first in canada but we're not the only one that's also really fun so we're hoping to play also with them um, our like sister queer brass band in toronto maybe over the summer um <laughs> so that uh, i'm i hope uh i hope we can maybe inspire people to have more bands like ours and just to you know uh make more space in general on the scene for Uh, women musician, trans musician, non-binary musicians. Um, that's also a, a big goal of ours. Yeah, that's wonderful. My actually, my next question actually has to do with that. Um, what has the experience been like, kind of marketing yourselves as a group? You know, getting gigs, getting events, um, making your group more, you know, in the business mindset. Um, and do you have advice for others who may want to form a group like yours? I mean, uh, to so for the first part of your question, uh, mm -hmm. how was it to marketing yourself? Um, I would say there, there's like two. It was um, it it helped us. The mission of the band helped us, but also uh, we put ourselves uh, at the we we put ourselves in a kind of a vulnerable place, also because uh, some people are not so ready to hear that kind of uh, mm -hmm. of mission. 
and they feel threatened sometimes by our mission. And um, so some, for, for example, uh, we uh, apply on festivals and different kind of bars uh, in, in different kind of events. Some events, when because when we present ourselves, when we market uh, our, our, our mission and, and the band, uh, we always mention that we are a feminist and an activist uh, group that we promote um, uh, space for women, queer people. Uh, on the on the scene in the music scene and some uh, most of the time I would say 90% of the time um, the the event planners or the bookers are like that's so great they're really into the thing and into the project and some event planners are like sorry we don't uh, and I, I was shocked that I, I'm shocked every time it happens it's shocking literally every, like why <laughs> yeah. and they're like sorry we we don't promote uh, that kind of band uh, saying like the mission of the band <laughs> and I, every time like okay you you openly say you, you don't want to promote diversity on in your festival that is very strange but okay that's, that's and that's very telling because a lot of people also will like challenge us on it in the shows it happened to me a couple of times people were like isn't that sexist you know to have like an all women non-binary and trans band and not including men of course we have these questions and we still we get people like will reject us because they, they don't agree with our mission so I think it's still really important um to to do so uh, for like yeah to for advice maybe on like Like marketing and everything we uh, there's a lot of efforts to be put in and we uh steph and i do most of the 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 legwork you know emails um social media stuff like this um it's i think yeah you have to put a, a lot of work at first without expecting immediate results and eventually you know we get asked and we get called and when we do some gigs people will refer us to like larger organizations um so it's really um so yeah it's a lot of time Uh, a lot of uh, email but if it's worth it I think for the fun we have in the band and for the the pleasure of playing with uh, with all these people um yeah really have to do it uh if uh, other than that it's really we learn as we go like none of us we never did that before so like mm -hmm. all these um grants like grant writing uh requests we're looking at sponsors as well um it's really yeah it's it's a it's a whole new it's a whole new world uh And it's uh, but it's exciting. It's fun, even though it doesn't always work. Uh, we have to we have to keep working really hard, uh, sending those emails, finding new places to play. Um, and it's uh, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's yeah, it's part of the job. Yeah. In terms of uh, technicality, if uh, if somebody wants to start their band and start to to look around for for gigs. I would say a couple of, of uh, cues would be to make a list of all the festival, local festival, uh, to to reach out with their contacts, bars, uh, events, uh, community centers, and to reach out with the same kind of email with all the and have before start before starting doing that and sending emails have a couple of either videos or recording pictures, something really catchy, and have a, a clear mission. And then when you send out, as Marianne said, for every, we get an answer for every, I would say 30 emails, 40 emails we send. So it's, mm -hmm. and it's, it, it, we, it, it takes a lot of, of work, but, uh, and uh, every time, and I would say when you start to start with things that, because um, we don't start with the huge gigs with the uh, big, uh, like a uh, big money, like we start mm -hmm. with really small events with expecting 
zero zero money. Uh, and when people saw, saw us on some small events, they hired us for bigger events and anyone like that. So to really start small and not to say no to to uh, very small gigs, and because some small one of uh, some of our smallest gig brought us the biggest gig right after. So that's uh, so to to do uh, to practice a lot also outside if uh, if the weather uh, is fine also to practice outside in like I know because in terms of brass band the the history of the brass band is really like a community and you play outside and so to practice outside also it's kind of a publicity and people uh, really like that and if you have some kind of sign and we ha we had some people reach out to us because they they saw us practice outside so that's another way to uh show yourself to uh to um uh, the public and so to to get uh, so some kind of publicity like that yeah for sure um i think also you're gonna reap the the um, what you, you you reap what you sow so we're, we're putting a lot of work in it and like this for example this summer we're gonna go uh we're gonna go on a mini tour uh um closer to the atlantic uh we're, we're gonna have so many shows i think it's gonna be a great great season for us but like we worked super hard for that so i really think it's yeah it's important to put in the work uh you have to be passionate about your project for sure um it's important also that you have maybe if you're a little band maybe one or two people that can hype each other up about this when it's it gets down when you got a lot of rejection um i think it's important because not all the members of your project will be as involved um we're really blessed also with our project a lot of people are a lot of people are involved at different levels um it's established clear tasks like who does what depending on their skills and interests um can help also not have one person do all the job because it gets really discouraging and it's just a, a lot a, a lot of work on top of like all the other things we have to do every day um that would be also a good advice i think yeah excellent pieces of advice uh for sure um and circling back to the group and you start talking about your different gigs and performances and that sort of thing what sort of repertoire does your brass band perform you mentioned jazz music but do you do like what sorts of genres are you touching on maybe different composers do you commission works is it improvisation mostly what does that sort of look like we uh, play mostly uh, at the moment we play arrangements of a uh, cover of pop music so that's mm -hmm. most of our repertoire and that's what's uh, like let's say contemporary brass band play at the moment so uh, different like just very popular music that uh, we arrange either people from the band arrange uh, or uh, we um, we borrow arrangement from other big brass band like the lucky chops uh, and uh, or a, a broken a brass ensemble that's a big one that we play a lot of songs from uh, we also play original music from brass band uh, so again the lucky shop said broken brass we we really uh, we love those bands so we we play those door uh, their uh, original music we uh, also make our own arrangements and uh, we started to um, to uh, uh, ask for commissions uh, for, so we we uh, commission our first piece of original music from uh, a trans uh, composer who studies uh, right now at the University of British Columbia in uh, composition. Uh, she uh, wrote us a amazing piece of music uh, inspired by electro swing uh, music. Uh, 
Her name is Hope Salmonson, and uh, we are gonna play that uh, that piece. Uh, that first, it's our first. We're very proud. Our first original piece uh, written for us uh, uh, so later this month. Um, so, uh, if yes. I may, I think we're gonna premiere it. If I'm correct, on March eighth, actually, which is yeah, International true. Women's Day. Uh, so I think awesome. it's really, it's it's not, and we didn't plan that really. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun having. Yeah, we hopefully um we're gonna we're gonna have a, a more uh, more commission eventually maybe more. We have some uh, some member of our group who are composers. Um, even just arrangement, I mean, it's it's a lot of work, uh, but it makes our very specific sound. Um, and what I like about our the music that we perform. Is the, the the it's all like uh, uh bangers you know like really really hype mm -hmm. music really fun music so people dance people love it um everyone likes everyone likes it and it's always like a huge party everywhere we go and that's really what we wanna what we wanna do um so yeah it's a really like uh, I really hope we can um record Hope's uh composition soon and release it because it's really cool and it's uh it's a really an honor for us to be to be able to play that yeah excellent and I always love to hear when groups are you know writing and arranging music for themselves too um because you know you know your group best uh and you know if you have friends that are writing for you as well that's always excellent um as far as you started talking about your premiere on March 8th of your new piece um can you talk about any other upcoming concerts events things that you are performing at that people may want to check out Mm -hmm. So for by the eighth of March, we're going. We're, we were invited by um, the community center, the women community center uh, in the, one of the neighborhood in Montreal, um, to play for their uh, leadership uh, fair um, for for that special event. So we're going to premiere uh, a bunch of our new arrangements actually there. And uh, the next show is uh, the 30th of March. We're going to play in the Club Balatou in Montreal on Saint Laurent Street. And we're going to play uh, the, the whole repertoire, a full two hour show there. Um, and then we're still waiting for a couple of, uh, uh, oh no, it's not true. The 15th of, Mar of April, we're going to play when we're invited by, um, so we have a um, um, contest, uh, a provincial contest here in Quebec. Uh, for a uh, solo and small ensemble uh, and uh, we're gonna we were asked to play for the uh, the, la the closing the ceremony yeah the Thank closing you. ceremony and it's basically about that festival is that it's a basically for like young players so like high school level maybe beginning of college uh, so mm -hmm. it's gonna be very fun because that big ceremony at the end where we're gonna play like all the kids attend and we're gonna be there playing music so I think it's a really cool way also for us to be able to like you know pass our message and just be there to show them like hey look also what you can do uh playing brass instruments um yeah we're not so exposed to that kind of music i think being in high school when you play in like band maybe some of them play in big band or stuff like this but it's gonna be it's a it's a huge honor honestly it's a it's um maybe steph is downplaying it a bit but it's a big thing i remember <laughs> going there as a as a as a kid myself to compete there um also we're gonna have we have uh this tour of um 
Oh, we're gonna play in this really cool festival in Gaspésie. Gaspésie is um, a region of Quebec, uh, a city, uh, well, no, a region of Quebec, actually, um, close to the water. Uh, it's called the Festival du Bout du Monde. So basically, fest uh, Festival of the End of the World. It's really far, but it's really fun. Uh, and yeah, we're, so we're based in Montreal, so we're gonna play mainly around here. Um, but we're hoping to go maybe to Ontario, to New Brunswick, uh, province, like the provinces, maybe to the US at some point would be fun um if people listen to us they want to want to talk uh, we uh we're we're open for uh to for to negotiation um but yeah that's mainly what's on the plan on the schedule for now but i'm very positive it's going to be more adding uh oh, definitely and also so last year was our first year of shows and in six months which was the time we were in activity we we and it was our first year we played 15 shows so we're expecting to play around 25-30 shows uh, for this year and even more after that so we're expecting a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of activity in the, in the next year uh, also I want to jump in on something you said Marie-Ange a little earlier you mentioned uh, a lot of kids are going to be there for the for the contest uh, and, and I, I forgot to mention one of our other, uh, of our other mission is to uh, is to uh, inspire the next generation because as Uh, people like uh, in the band, we all identify as women or uh, queer gendered, and we did not have that kind of band. It, it it did not exist when we were kids, so it was kind of the dream band of everybody in the band. So we're we're like realizing a dream by by finally having that that kind of band. We really wish we we could uh, watch and uh, and and be inspired by. So mm -hmm. it's that's another part of our mission is to be that that band for the young players so by having the chance to play at that contest we really hope that some of the i can imagine as a little girl seeing all that all of that kind of that that, that crazy music played by that kind of people uh, that would made as as a young player uh, that would just change blow my mind like completely blow my mind to see that Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that representation is so important. And getting out there and outreaching to the community, especially uh, those young people is, is very important as well. Um, if they can't attend any of your live performances, I know you are out there on social media. So if you want to plug all of your social media online presence sort of things, this is the time to do it. <laughs> So we are the Burning Brass Band on Instagram, uh, and Brass is written Brass, but uh, we write in capital B-R-A-S because we are the, we are a feminist band uh, to refer to the feminist uh, image of burning your bra. So we have uh, Instagram, we have Facebook, you can find it at the same name, and also we have a, a small, but we're going to add some videos, YouTube channel, you can find us on YouTube. Excellent. All right. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to add about the group or anything that you have upcoming that you might want people to check out? Oh my, I, I could talk about it's the band for hours. So go, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Um, no, I think it's, uh, uh, I think it, we're, um, we're up and coming is the word like we're mm -hmm. really really out there we are uh we're working hard i think in a couple of maybe in a year in a year and a half like people are going to hear about us so hopefully people uh will follow will check out our our music um for now yeah it's pretty 
you know, it's 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 slowly it's slowly growing. It's really it's really exciting. Uh, if people out there are listening and they are still doubting to start their own project to like arrange or compose music, I just say let's just do it. Honestly, it's so much fun. It's very terrifying at first when you start a project or you help start a project and you have to carry it, but it's so rewarding and it's just so much fun. Uh, it's important to do things, uh, even if you have another job, even if you're tired, you know. Go, go, go and play music and just play music that you love. Um, if also people are, you know, not so connected to their instruments anymore because of school, because of bad experiences, creating or participating in, in them, those kind of band maybe that have people that are more like you and that can create a safe space for you to uh, to renew, like I said, to renew your vows with your, with your instrument or just with music in general. I really encourage everyone to do it. It's very, it's worth it. That's all I want to say. Yeah, that's beautiful. All right. I want to thank you both so much. I will be sure to plug all of your social media um, and have everybody that's listening um, check you guys out because I think your mission and your group is just phenomenal and more people need to have access to groups like this, especially those that may be listening at home that feel like they're the only um, that play their instrument, don't have access to folks that are like them um, to make music with. So I think that's really great that you're out there, you're doing the thing and you're promoting yourselves. Thank you so much for having us. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to have been able to talk about our projects and, uh, and yeah, good luck with the, with your project, this podcast. Thank you.